What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And I know that you are here to listen to the best humans on the planet to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. Let's do this. So today I have somebody who's really special. Her name is Dr. Allison J.K. Okay, for more than 25 years, she has been practicing as a mind-body energy healer, the founding of the vibrational upgrade system. I can't wait to talk about that. And working in yoga, meditation, energy, medicine, mind-body fitness, longevity, holistic health. Like, hello, we got the queen in the house. How are you, Dr. Allison? Welcome to Straight Talk. Hey, I'm happy to be here, Nina. Thank you. (laughs) I'm glad you're here. You have a lot of like really great things that you work on. And I have a really great audience. And I know that they've, um, you know, I've had other people who have come on and just talked about like lining your chakras and, you know, your energy and all that stuff. And I think, you know, in the world today, as we're trying to detoxify and get ourselves right, you know, this is an important conversation. So I like to start the show off by letting the audience know a little bit more about you. So who is Dr. Allison J.K.? I grew up with a sense of connectedness to something much bigger than myself. Uh, Mm. I used to jump into the woods, my older brother. I have three brothers, no sisters. And after school, because we lived like about 30 minutes south of Boston where I grew up. And so it was a lot of, there was a lot of rural land. And so we get to, we got to Trump around in the woods every day after school and on the weekends. And he'd be like in front of me, stepping on the already dead tree limbs, like breaking them and like, you know, the typical classroom kind of stuff. And I was like feeling connected with everything. I'd watch the critters above the, the creek or I'd look up and connect with the birds or I'd notice that the leaves would like wave as I'd walk by and just totally felt connected with everything. Then teen years, I started to write in a journal, not so much to keep a diary, but Mm. later once I learned to meditate, that I was forming a connection, strengthening it with my higher self and my intuitive guidance. Mom at like in teen years said to me, Allison, you seem to have a really natural understanding of people. Why don't you consider psychology? And I thought about it and it felt right. So I did, went in as a psych major, three semesters in, I was now I was taking yoga as one of my electives my freshman year. In sophomore year, I was starting to become disillusioned with the psych major, feeling like mm-hmm. you're not answering my question of how do I be the happiest, most thriving version of myself? You're <laughs> trying to prove yourself as a hard science. You're talking about hardwiring. You're talking about the application to capitalism and industrial management. So I left that major, studied after that about society and advertising and how we get conditioned. Mm-hmm by the advertisers' beliefs. Then I went into another major social thought, political economy that kind of says enough there. And then I ended up in English literature, studying all of it, society and psychology of individuals through an art form. Moved out West to go for my master's in in creative writing and ended up synchronistically getting invited to uh, work for this organization that was very strategic. It was electing people who are gonna write conservation legislation to protect the environment, not just vote yes. Uh, at the federal and state level in California. And I rose through the ranks really quickly, was really passionate, really had a lot of success. And because of that, they kept putting me in more and more important key races, like a developer against an environmentalist in the Sierra Nevadas or down in LA. It just, I, so I was stressed. And in order to mm-hmm. deal with stress, I walked through a bookstore and this book fell off a shelf. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
<laughs> like hit you when you walked by, right? Or I would have stepped on it and crumpled it, the cover if I kept Wow. Yeah, it was that literal. Um, and it was about meditation. So I began to meditate and um, took to it so naturally. I actually had, it's not hubris, but I had the gumption to go ahead and turn around and teach it after only like a year, year and a half of, of doing it. So it was just such a natural fit. Right. So um, the election season was over, a lot of success. I got, I helped get the first Latina woman in um, the LA area get elected to the California State Assembly, who then turned around and wrote the legislation to save the last bit of green space in the LA basin. Oh, wow. Yeah, there were some successes there. So I, I, after leaving, taking a break after the election season, I went backpacking overseas for six months. And it wasn't my first time out of the country. I had um, asked my Spanish teacher to create an uh, exchange student program with Venezuela so that mm -hmm. I could get the language down and go live That's there. So good. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was. And, and so I came back to the States after that six months backpacking overseas, living on a Greek island for a month, living in Israel for a month, going through England a bunch of times, blah, 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 and took my master's in uh, public administration with a focus on public policy, particularly environmental policy. I got out. As I was getting out, I picked up my first energy medicine modality, had been teaching had been teaching meditation to adults in, the com in a community center in the area. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know that feeling when you're going for something and no doors are opening? Yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> happening. So I reevaluated. I sat back, asked my intuition, my guidance team, so to speak, you know, okay, what are you trying to tell me with all these closed doors? And right. what I got was, Allison, if you're going to get the kind of change you're looking for, work one consciousness at a time. So I deferred to my bachelor's in English lit and creative writing and went into the classroom teaching. And then as my side gig, I began to do energy medicine and holistic health and wellness sessions while teaching meditation still to both adults out in the community, but then to like boys were getting diagnosed with ADD, ADHD left and right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But a colleague of mine and I, we formed a, a club to help them. And so I applied some of this, like I taught them about Qigong and took them outside and showed them how to connect with the trees and have the trees interact with them. So they got taken out of their heads and felt like the connection is something bigger, blah, blah, blah. So um, two and a half years later on, I realized on a Saturday morning as I'm balancing my checkbook, pre-digital banking, I'm like, hey man, this is not what I signed up for. You're like, I see a cage for decades where this is all I'm expected to do. Where's the abundance? Where's the ease? Where's the yeah. This is yeah. not possible. And then at the same, around the same time, maybe even the same week, I was in like a third session with one of my clients. We were both psyched about the results she was getting. I had my hands over her womb. I'll never forget this, Nina. I was, and I looked up to the ceiling and I'm like, okay, this is really great. How can I get even better results for my clients? So those two things coincided in such a way that it made me ask, okay, this isn't good enough for me. What else is possible? Mm. Um, and within a month's time, a colleague turned me on to the international school system. So I did what I had to do, sent out the resumes, applied, got the flights, went to where I had to go, where all the school heads of international schools around the world flew in, candidates too, did a bunch of interviews throughout the weekend, got a bunch of job offers and went, chose Taiwan. And I went there because I understood that they were the seat of understanding how consciousness and subtle energy works and still mm. operating from it today. Whereas in the West, it went underground into secret societies. Um, around, I would say the 1300s. So I did that for 10 years and came back. And as I was in my 10th year, what started as my dissertation became my first book, What If There's Nothing Wrong? And what I came away with- Love that. Thank you. 
I love that title too, actually. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> it's people. <laughs> it was on so many levels. But the, the bottom line here um, is I came back to the States recognizing that, man, there would be so much less suffering and so much more thriving in the West, particularly in the U.S., if people only understood and valued the science behind working within, meaning our consciousness and our subtle energy system. And so that's mm. what I put. So, so that's what mainly what you're like uh, wanting to help people with today, right? Just kind of like connecting to that, to that inner part of themselves. Is that right? Oh, it's a lot more than that. Um, yeah. But it's in a summated form or summarized form. The um, I'm not about like the oovy groovy. Let's learn how to connect with our angels and right. like, let's go into this guided visualization and leave the present moment. I'm all about thriving in the in our finances, in our bodies, in our um, day to day family life, in our oh love good in practical our lives. yeah. Mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. It's not like how do I have a great afterlife and make sure I go to heaven or feel connected to things that are metaphysical, but how do I connect with the metaphysical to improve my life here and now? How do I live the most thriving, happiest version of myself possible? Right. And is, do you think that, um, you know, as you were traveling and, and learning all of these things, were, were you feeling that, that energy and that connection in you just expanding and growing? Like, do you feel like you're living your best life now? What's up, y'all? I just figured I have so many amazing things to announce. I do it now. So the first thing I want to tell you is about my free community at winject.com slash groups slash Nina Perez, N-E-E-N-A Perez. Join my free podcasting community. I also want to let you know that I am working with amazing female leader and entrepreneurs who are mastering their game. We work on goals, awareness, mind flow, and emotional intelligence so that we can get unstuck and get things done. If you want to be part of that community, email me at info at Nina Perez dot com i'll see you on the other side now let's get back to the show i want to use the f-bomb and say f-bomb yeah <laughs> really that's fantastic right and something i think most of us are looking for all the time and that's you know where this thing where depression comes in and anxiety comes in right and not knowing who you really are right because you don't you don't feel connected or you feel like something's off and you just quite can't put your finger on it, you know? Um, yeah. So what was that like for you? Do you remember the moment where you're like, this is it, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Do you remember that energy shift in your life? Nina, I'm really different. Um, in order to be, first off, I wouldn't be able to talk about this. Like I don't just talk. I, I do processes on people in their energy, subtle energy system to help them get to what I talk about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I couldn't talk about what I talk about if I weren't living it. I I, I wouldn't mm -hmm, have mm -hmm. the alignment to lie. Right. Like right. That. So I've never had that moment you're talking about because I've always listened to my guidance. That's why I went back to talk about feeling connected to something bigger than myself. Right. Years old. I've just learned that it's, uh, something I'm blessed with. And then I learned how to cultivate it. So there was like maybe at most two times in my late teens or early twenties where I just didn't listen to my guidance and I 
messed things up and had to deal with mayhem. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. <laughs> my lesson. And they weren't, they weren't like, I wasn't following my path. It was just like, I didn't take the, the route that my guidance was saying. And I made mm-hmm. it hard for myself. And yeah. I- yeah. Yeah. And that's actually part of the journey, isn't it? It's, it's that part of the journey to learn how to listen, right? It's that part of the journey to learn like what, you know, that dang, I really messed up last time. I'm going to really focus in a little bit more, hone my craft a little bit more. Right. Did you feel yeah. that way? Well, it was, it was more like, I get you universe. Yeah. I won't do it again. I get right. you. You have strong <laughs> right. system for a reason and you know how it works, how much easier and this like this natural elegance when we're making a choice connected with our higher selves is what we call it in yoga. Um, really, when I start getting into somebody's system and I'm able to work with them um, more than like just a couple of sessions and really start to see the conversion of them from like what we call med- meditation, the ego mind. So uh-huh. it's the part of our, our conscious mind that's attached to our personality level self. Mm-hmm. When that really starts to come under wraps and a person is then has the, the space for, to live from that connection and starting to see the natural inherent elegance to living from that kind of connection and that guidance and making choices from there, um, there's it's such confirmation not to live any other way because it's just we mess things up all the time and make them so much harder and make them so much more complicated, especially in America. We love to make things more complicated. Yeah, we really, really do. <laughs> we really, really do. We really, really do. So talk to me about that since you since you mentioned when you work with people. Let, let's talk about what that is, right? Like, so when you're, when you're, um, you know, somebody's listening right now and it's like, you know, I'm really jiving with what Dr. Allison is saying. What does that look like to work in that kind of space, right? Because most of us are attached to our personality and our ego and, you know, things like that. So how do you um, work with people to get them to that other place or to a higher level of thinking? Well, I meet them where they are Mm -hmm. and I use language that is going to work with them. Um, And I have a nickname called Hawkeyes because of... Mm -hmm. I think it's what my mom was talking about way back when she said, you're really good with people. You have a natural understanding going to psychology. Okay, mom, that makes sense. Um, because I can see somebody's blocks. Like I have, I just had a woman, um, she has her own podcast and she uh, has her own coaching business and she wanted, she was seeing how much her intelligence, her intellect was like strategizing in, in, in she wasn't hearing the other parts of her that were wise. She was, mm-hmm. she was things all about the strategies and all about the, what her team decides and chewing, which is something the ego mind and the intellect love to chew on something. Right. Yeah. And, and, and it wasn't, she, she felt what you were talking about in the beginning. She, she felt like it wasn't her genuine path. She was starting to veer a little bit off course so that that would take her off course. And so I perceive my intuition showed me that, there was like this hand motion that was the intuitive interpretation of you're really wanting to do a different direction now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, and I understood a really intellectual mind. I grew up that way. You know, I have that older brother and I, you know, to get our parents approval, who knew more, you know, who was mm-hmm. smarter, you know, and, and I was a classroom teacher. We love being right. But when we get beyond the need to be right and said the need to be happy, um, mm-hmm much more becomes possible. And, and she, 
join my signature program, Magic Manifestation and Money Flow. And in fact, as soon as we're done here, I have a call, that group call tonight. And so that's, I like working, I don't do a lot of one-on-ones anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I train uh, my vibrational grade practitioners to do them. I do, because I can also move people a lot quicker in my signature program, Magic Manifestation and Money Flow, because it's these modules they go through where in the videos in the first six weeks, I'm doing stuff that I've learned on their in certain parts of their subtle energy system and talking with them, mm-hmm. open up their field and their consciousness that will then bring in new possibilities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then how to respond when these possibilities come in. And so right. that's one of the ways I do it. It's like I, and then they'll ask questions based on like what they're desiring now. And then what they start to feel once they entered working with me, because it does change pretty quickly. Yeah, I'm sure. Not ra- Thank you. It's not a radical change. Sure. Just yeah. Gain more access to their higher wisdom yeah. and into their guidance. And so then I help sift through that and help them hone that. And then I'll get, I'll bring in what I get. Like I had a woman who came in as an accountant. She was in a corporate accounting position and she wanted to, she thought she wanted to start her own business. And so she joined Magic Manifestation and Money Flow. And within like week four, after listening to the videos and being on live calls, she's like, Dr. Allison's on LinkedIn. Um, Recruiters reached out to me and there's four job offers. They're all in corporations. You know, that's not what I wanted to do. I'm like, hold on a second, because I had just had four weeks to open up her field to bring in the possibilities. So I'm like, we got to pay attention to this because this is what's coming in. So I did an intuitive read on those four. I had her list them. And um, I got a yes on number two and number four, reach back out to them. And she did. And one of them brought in a job offer where it was much more money and she could work mo- a lot more from home pre-COVID. Mm. And she was a single mom raising a teenage, and so, teenager, teenage girl. And so that was a much more ideal situation than if she was going to get into the hustle and bustle of owning her own accounting business. Right, right, really, right. And this is an example of that natural elegance. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, as you're talking about like energy and, and like, um, things that can block us and things, do you, do you feel like some of the major blocks are, um, uh, maybe shame or unforgiveness or, you know, those kind of things are those blocks in people's lives, victim mentalities, right? Things like that. What do you think about that? Dr. Allison? All of them. Yeah. (laughs) I thought you were going to say that. You said your audience is 60% women. Um, and this is not only applicable to women, but there's a particular process I bring my more advanced students through when we're on retreats in the UK to open up what's the sacral chakra, because each chakra has like a specific um, demon to it. And shame is that for the sacral chakra. Mm-hmm. Every chakra has a right to it. And chakra just means wheel from the, I, I was trained, uh, a yoga teacher trained in India, right? And so it was very simplified for me uh, by being there, just a sheer act of learning in the seat of where it comes from. Chakra is a wheel and mm-hmm. we have seven of these centers and it's where the mind and the body and the spirit intersect. So if you think of those three levels, the mind, all levels of consciousness from my psych background, the, the, the conscious mind, the mm-hmm. ego, mm-hmm. The we hear the subconscious that's sub under so we don't hear the thoughts from there because it's under our conscious mind and the unconscious unmeaning not so it's not conscious right right so all levels of consciousness that can reach through a chakra body so here's the throat chakra it's responsible for the th- it every chakra connects to one of the major glands of the uh, hormonal system 
and it's along the central nervous system. So it's our two main communication systems, central nervous, electrical, hormonal, chemical. And so if I have a closed down throat chakra, that wheel isn't turning fresh vital life force or chi, I teach qigong or mm -hmm. prana as we call it in yoga or ki for people who do reiki. So it isn't able to turn that vital life force energy in that area. So that musculature will be chronically tight and perhaps the thyroid isn't getting flushed with that vital life force energy. So the thyroid will kind of cramp up and, 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 and I almost want to say like dry up. Mm -hmm. So that's how it affects the body. And then the spirit, that's how I can access your higher self in a way. And also like this might throw some people off, but just bear with me whether you believe in reincarnation or not. Karma, like in past mm -hmm. life, when I can, so mind, body, and spirit. So each one is a power center where I can access a whole lot more. And mm -hmm. we have like alternate routes, side routes, highways, interstates that all lead to each chakra that tra energy travels along throughout our body. That's the basics and the science of our subtle energy system. So why am I saying all this? So every chakra has a right to it as well as a demon and the sacral chakra with the fact that shame closes that one down. Mm -hmm. It's is, and this is in the lower abdomen and in the sacrum of the back. Um, they're about an inch higher in the back, the right to feel what you feel. Mm -hmm. And so I know a female body is even more wired to be intuitive due to the mothering capacities. And so I, I've seen time after time after time, the, and for men too, who've come on the retreats and are getting trained to be a vibrational great practitioner just not having the right to feel the way they feel, shutting that down. Cause either they've been shamed, like you're wrong to think that. Right. Oh, I'm wrong. You know, or, or you must have your period, stop expressing yourself. Um, shutting it down, you know, mm -hmm. just variety of causes that I'll go in and clear to help open that center up or that chakra up. So then the person starts to feel more like they have the right to feel the way they feel, which then ends up relating to this one the part of it that's about communication. So they express themselves more of what they're truly feeling. So shame is a great shutting down mechanism. Mm -hmm. And it's frankly, historically for centuries now on women in particular, mm -hmm. um, it's also been used um, as a fear mechanism within religious orders, you know? So mm -hmm. then you talked about, you said shame. Then you also said two more things. What were the other two? Unforgiveness and victim mentality. So victim mentality is huge. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but unforgiveness is a tricky one, hey? Mm -hmm. I once had one of my, my first teacher about the chakra system said, God bless her, that forgiveness is on the spiritual path, the eye through the needle. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think one I've learned because um, I've had my own, you know, work with forgiveness. I feel like what I've seen both with myself and then with others is this will help. Forgiveness isn't about the other that did the right. bad thing. Right. We get freed up. And, right. I, and I, you can hear these words and it can still mean like it, but yeah, they messed me up, man. Mm -hmm. God, how could anybody have ever done those things that that person did? And that righteous anger and that righteous indignation, that's important to feel. Yeah. But a lack of forgiveness keeps you tight and it mm -hmm. keeps closed down in the part of you, I'm going to say the chakra, that has to do with receiving and magnetizing, 
Right. Your life is not able to bring in as many opportunities and possibilities to move forward in an easier way, in a more abundant way, mm-hmm. because key air, the key part of you that's responsible for receiving and magnetizing to you what your heart's desires are is shut down. Right. So it only right. hurts us if we don't forgive. So true. I agree. And then also stored anger shows up in a lot of um, abdominal disorders. I've had, I remember that I'll never forget this guy in his sixties on my table back when I was doing back to back one-on-ones, both in person and distant. Um, and he had made some decisions in his business life as the, he was a sole supporter of his family. And um, he, they were out of his integrity. He didn't agree with them. And he had stored anger towards himself and towards the people who uh, he compromised himself for and made those decisions. Yes. Within his business. And he ended up with colon cancer. Wow. And he came to me too late. His daughter was actually my client. She did great. Um, And then, you know, it took her a long time to talk to her dad to consider it, but he saw what gains she was making. So he did consider it, but he just, he came to me too late. I had another woman with um, colon cancer and she had stored anger and she had stored lack of expression of her feelings. She's kind of numbed down going through mm-hmm. like very intellectual and very angry at the way the um, consumerism and government was treating uh, the planet and our diets and big pharma, like just really a lot of righteous indignation and anger, totally understandable. Mm-hmm. But she held it in. Right. And so- right. That stored anger and lack of forgiveness makes your bones more brittle, but as well, Mm -hmm. she ended up with colon cancer. I'm not saying everybody who has stored anger ends up with colon cancer. It's just one of the possible ways you can go. I was able to contain her, the colon cancer. And um, she went to, instead of it spreading, because it was, it had been. So we brought it, I got it to shrink. And then she went and got it, the little part that was left cut out, didn't need any morphine after the surgery, healed quickly, never came back, shocked the doctors and the nurses. Right. Victim mentality is a whole nother story. Um, <laughs> I'm going to talk a little bit more now. Is that okay? Because I hear my voice going a lot. <laughs> You're so funny. Yes, of course. We have a few minutes. Let's do it. Can you guys handle it out there? They can handle it. These are these are big boys and girls. They got this. All right, here. Let me help. <laughs> All right. So we're redirecting and shifting. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, In 2011, I was approached by Voice America and I was asked to give, uh, do a weekly radio show on the December 21st, 2012 Mayan Galactic Alignment. I say it that way because I wasn't doing squat in my public facing business around that. I had no idea why they approached me with it. Right. I had been, so I'm on the West coast of Florida nowadays. So a hop, skip and a jump across the Gulf of Mexico to the Yucatan where the Mayan ruins are. And I had been going there regularly, a bunch of times a year. And I had been taking clients on VIP retreats there, but it was only word of mouth and it was not public facing anywhere at all. No pictures on social media, nothing. So I thought that was interesting. So I said, give me 48 hours. Let me uh, get back to you. So I sat back, felt it out. It was a yes. So I did the show for two and a half years interviewed all these experts about what that date meant mm-hmm. to the point that I ended up as the energy medicine practitioner and meditation teacher on a cruise with a lot of these specialists to the Chichen Itza main ruins in the Yucatan on December wow. 21st, 
2012. We were all met, asked to dress in white. We had special permission to be working with a Mayan shaman there. There were TV cameras there filming us. I was on scene by somebody as far away as Poland. So it was a big deal. And I had been there the year before in bare feet again in the ground. I hadn't felt anything. But on December 21st, 2012, it was pulsating through my mm -hmm. feet. It was wild. So what the specialists have shown me is um, and informed me of after doing that radio show and then me listening to my own guidance was it was the end of one era and the beginning of another one. And in 2019, I went on another tour down to Teotihuacan outside of Mexico City, and we hired a native guide. And I asked him, so the old era, what do you know about that? And he basically said it was an era of destruction before 2012. The new era is one of construction, mm. meaning building. So 2012 to 2032, and my second book subtitle is Easing Humanity's Evolutionary Transition. It's a really long subtitle after a vibrational upgrade, a conspiracy for your bliss. But my publisher knew so much what I was up to, my mission, that he said, you have to include easing humanity's evolutionary transition because this is the most intense yet most auspicious times on our planet, 2012 to 2032. And we're now done with the first 10 years, which has been just nothing but clearing and purging and anything that's been out of alignment, anywhere where there's been an abuse of power, where there's been lies, it's all flooding to the surface. And we can see that with Black Lives Matter, with Me Too movement, with protests marching in the street in Russia and Chile in countries that don't usually see protests. So everything is coming into a new balance of more harmony, more unity. So we're seeing an increase of polarity within not only the British politics in the House of Commons in Parliament, but in the United States uh, Senate and uh, House of Representatives too, because as the polarity increases, what is it getting closer to? What's the other side of polarity? Not the unity? Yeah. So what I what I was fascinated with when I first learned it was the way the system, our bodies let go of uh, something when it's healing is a lot of the times it's like a fever peaking before it breaks, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. Before it gets better, over, mm -hmm. over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. I've mm -hmm. seen. So that's so it, it, it that's what it's been. And my my take on COVID, frankly, and I at the beginning of it, people were asking me to pontificate about it. I'm like, you guys, I have been talking about this clearing pro this clearing process since 2011. Right. Uh, this is apparently as worse as it is because not enough people have been doing the clearing. Mm -hmm. Around 2016, I started to say. I used to do a monthly free call to help serve people who couldn't afford to work with me or just needed the boost. Um, I don't do it. I stopped it last year after 11 years of doing it. And I used to say, starting around like 2016, if you are addicted to the struggle paradigm, I'm not the right mentor for you. Because I have seen like the work and play that I do has been proactive. It's been out of my drive and, and my guidance leading me. I haven't needed crisis to force right. it. But what I have seen is a lot of the times people need their ego mind, their personality level self crushed in on through mm -hmm, mm -hmm. processes mm -hmm. and look for something more. So uh, I'll see people with uh, divorce, loss of job, death of loved one all together or a health issue, loss of job uh, together or divorce, blah, blah, blah. So it causes like, I have to look for something more. How do I heal this? What's going right. on? Questions right. to her. But I have been asking on behalf of the collective, frankly, 
and I do so much work on a daily basis to help the collective during this shift, which is why my second publisher said you have to have this as your subtitle. Um, what if we could choose proactively to grow? What if we didn't need crisis in order to force us to grow? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then that's what I was thinking about with you know COVID, and it wasn't easy for me and one of the, my team members who takes calls with the um, general public about working with me, um, she's a vibrational grade practitioner. She and I, I had the hardest time, and this might sound really weird, Nina and listeners, but like, I have such faith in humanity. I have, I mean, being a classroom teacher, you have to believe in the potential. I mean, you, you, you can think all oh, your students suck and nobody's going to get anywhere. You might not be a very inspiring right. teacher. But like as a good teacher, you have to <laughs> have a sense of potential, right? And, and, and in people and in humans. And I have this heart that feels Buddha-like and, and Christ-like, and in this innocent, naive belief in the goodness of, of humanity, and wanting the goodness of humanity to perpetuate. It's not necessarily naive, but it can sound naive, right? And so, my heart, I cried. When I did the first public event, and I don't cry a lot or easily. It's not like I'm stone cold, obviously, but I just, I release. So I don't need to use tears. And um, I remember my first public event when COVID really, I had already been working with it because I have a client in the Philippines. She had a friend in China who had already gotten it. I worked with him in a distance. So I had watched it basically. I had another client in Germany get it. So I watched it track over to the States. So I remember my first event that I did publicly free, uh, to help people with COVID and I was crying because um, I'm just sitting there sobbing. I was able to facilitate the event. Right. My eyes. <laughs> because I, I was just so hurt for humanity's sake that we had to, it had yeah. to. Yeah. When we talk about victimhood, one of my main things that I say consistently is what I understand about this 2012 to 2032 shift is we can no longer play the blame name and blame and game. Yeah. Because no matter how we grew up, no matter our gender, no matter our socioeconomic background, it doesn't matter. No matter the storylines that go on that we can't hear, but that we can see we're blocked. Like if you say out loud to your friends and loved ones, I want A, and you see your choices being for not A, <laughs> but for right. B, then you know you have blocks that you need gotten to. Right. So I feel like the victimization that has been okay before and that has even been politically correct and even accepted. Like how many parties do you go to where the people or how many like text messages do you get into where the people are saying like, I just made so much money. I can't wait to go to the Bahamas. Uh, and I just made so much money. I bought a, a beach house in uh, car, car, wherever you pick a place. Right. Right. So it's easier to, walk into a party and man, do you know what happened the other day? I yeah. got a ticket for blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm -hmm. So you look, you come across a certain way when you start talking about like how much money you made or how happy you are or how joyous your body is or how great sex you had the other, I mean, that's more acceptable, the great sex, but like you, you, there's this awareness that I need to tune down my joy and my yeah. self, right. And more complaining. So there's that in the conditioning of the culture, but the victim mentality to any storylines that go on in our head that we hear or don't hear or to something outside of us, this is the time. And this throat chakra is key because it's not just about communication. It's about having the courage to make choices that are going to 
lead to more of your own fulfillment and to do whatever you need to do to clear the path for you in order to be able to choose to be. That's why so many people are saying uh, the phrasing authentic self in alignment, because that's the nature of the times. A nickname for these times is humanity's spiritual awakening times. Mm-hmm. Now, so, you know, because I know we're we're sadly having to come to an end, but I know that there's probably a lot of people who are listening right now that are really um, connecting to what you're saying, uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. Allison. So um, you mentioned your books and you mentioned the work that you do and everything. And I know that they are going to want to like connect with you. And so I want to give them that opportunity. So before we uh, wrap up, I would love to have you uh, let my audience know how they can connect with you. Like, how do they, you know, uh, work with you? How do they become part of the group? I know you mentioned your group um, and your masterclass and all of that. So give us all of that information too, so that my audience can, can uh, walk away with something that they can, you know, sink their teeth into. Groovy. Okay. Um, on Amazon, my four books are under Allison 1L, middle initial J, K-A-Y, last name. Reasonable Dragons, my third book. These have all won awards and all of them, but one are, have been number one international bestsellers. And awesome. Reasonable Dragons, it is. Mm-hmm. It's great. Thank you. It's the only one on Audible. So if you're into uh, Audible, go for Reasonable Dragons. Um, I'm not going to give you a brief synopsis of each. You guys can check it out yourselves. I'm on YouTube. Same, uh, Allison JK. The free Facebook group is Vibrational Upgrade. Okay. That's also my website, vibrationalupgrade.com. I'm in the free Facebook group uh, Monday through Friday. A lot of coaching happens in there. It's a great way to get introduced and also find out about deals um, and new launches and new offerings. I'm getting ready to do another one for Black Friday, um, but this is happening after 2023 begins. And so I hope none of you have had resolutions. I hope all of you realize it's just an ongoing path to yeah. self-improvement. I agree. Yeah. So I really invite those of you who are really juiced by what you heard me saying, you just get the yes, you just know you get you have blocks and you know that it, it happens really quickly with me, you guys. It doesn't have to be therapy, which is why one of the reasons I left psych, because talking about the same story over and over again just makes it more solid and more real and reinforces it. Right. So, um, magic manifestation and money flow. If you go to vibrationalupgrade.com, that's my website. Go to the work with me tab and look for programs. And I'm talking about the magic manifestation and money flow program. That's the one that's going to convert you, transform you. Um, when I say convert you, I mean, get your head to be less uh, noisy and get yeah. to be louder. Yeah. Magic manifestation and money flow is where I can do the most magic, the quickest uh, that you'll benefit from. So I also want to ask you, Nina, because I know what it's like to be in your position serving in that role. And you, you said one of the goals of this is to highlight me. And I know it's, I th- I'm thankful for that, but I'm also in a role of service, right? So I want to highlight how people can um, have a, a better time in their bodies and in their finances and in their lives overall. Yeah. It's more about you guys listening. So Nina, yeah. I want to ask you, I feel like you have something um, and I know I do have to go, but I feel like you have something that I touched upon that you want to ask me a little bit more about. And if I were to answer, I would send you some energy while I'm answering um, that would help uplift that situation in your life. What, what, what? 
I don't think I really have anything right now. I, I just like that, you know, what you were talking about, because it's something that I talk about a lot with my audience, which is energy and forgiveness and, um, you know, um, having things that um, hold us back. Victim mentality was a huge one for me in my life. So I just wanted I wanted to pull that out of you while we were talking, because I knew that those were subjects that were important to me and also to my audience. So but right now I'm I'm well, I'm really well. Um, yeah, the look yeah. I didn't ask about suffering. Yeah. Where do you want more of something? Where do you What's want that? Where oh, do you what want do I... more of something? Where do you want? I'm sorry if I didn't ask that accurately. No, where no, no. You, where do you want even it to be better than it already is? Because yeah. I, I don't, yeah. Uh, that's a really good question. I don't know if I've I, I don't know if I've even like stopped to think about that because I'm so um at at the at this point in my life like focusing and working on helping women so much that um my my coaching practice is going really well. I'm building a whole platform for it. My marriage is really well. My children are all well. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, I have a really strong uh, uh I'm Christian, so I have a strong connection with with God and with um uh, you know with love and energy and all of that in my life. And so that's why when I have conversations with people like you who are amazing at their work and what they believe and what they do, you know, I honor that and I respect it, you know, and you, what, what you say is, well, I mean, I just agree with a lot of it, you know, so I'm really glad you came on. I'm glad you came on here and that you gave my audience such a beautiful view and conversation of what life can look like. And a way that we can move forward in our lives and stop being stuck. I mean, we're all so stuck in different ways. So I want to give them an opportunity to work with you and hang with you and chill with you and all that great stuff. So that's all, Dr. Allison. That's all I got for now. All right, Sunina, so I wonder what it would look like for you. I'm going to do it anyway, my dear, because I want to give you a question. <laughs> okay. I wonder what it would look like for you if everything that is so great got even better. I wonder what it would feel like for you if you, in a year's time, barely even recognize yourself because everything was going that much more even exponentially better than it already is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that that's always the goal, right? I mean, it's always where you are. You always want to improve. You always mm -hmm. want to be better. You always want to impact more. Like, you know, yeah, of course, of course. And more grace and ease too. Yeah, yeah. And, and that joy, that deep joy, not happy, not, not giddy, but that deep joy that gets you through all times, you know, the yeah. joy with the yeah. cells. Singing. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love yeah. it. You're, yeah. You're <laughs> awesome. Yes. You're awesome. Thank you so right much for hanging that. out with us. Thank you Me for hanging too. out with us and thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Yeah. I yeah. appreciate you back. Blessing. Thank you. Thank awesome. you. Yeah. So awesome guys. That was such a good conversation. Wasn't it? I'm sorry. I have to cut it all off, but, um, we have, maybe we'll have Dr. Allison JK back on if she, you know, wants to come back on and talk about another program or her book or whatever, but I'd love to have her. And I love you guys so much. Please make sure that you work with her, follow her. I'm going to list all of her information below so that you don't miss it, that you can actually clear yourself out and get yourself moving forward. Cause we all, we all deserve it. And if you guys are all doing good, then we're all doing good. And like she said, then this world can get back to the place where it's like, you know, everybody's at playing at a higher field.
Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. You are the best, okay? I have the best podcasting community ever. I really do. And I appreciate you guys being on here. Make sure you go on to winject.com slash register, W-I-N-J-E-C-T dot com slash register and register for my free community because I want to be really um, connected with you and I want us to brainstorm and be with each other and connect in a deeper way. If you are looking for coaching, please make sure that you also email me at hello at straighttalknosugaredit.com. I work with women and I help them develop that business that they are envisioning in their hearts so that they can win. Thank you guys so much for being here. Love you, love you, love you. This is Dina Perez, Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.